pull up a bar stool. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, we got a special episode today. I'm going to get to that in a second, but it's not only the final pubcast of 2018. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. But it is uh, potentially the final John and John. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm approaching things a little bit differently in 2019. We'll talk about that. Uh, lots going on. But overall, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. And I hope nothing for the best for you and your family as we head through the holidays and into the start of a new year. Why don't you just sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Limber Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So I think I pronounced entrepreneurship wrong, but that's okay. Entrepreneurship and I'm drunk. No, I'm not. But uh, so kind of a special episode today. Um, We're recording this on December 17th. This will be the final scheduled John and John uh, not only of 2018 but maybe of all time we'll see I mean we're uh, basically we're kind of going in a different direction uh, in 2019 so this impacts both PhD entrepreneurs which hi Tracy Tracy uh, Cox is in here as well Um, uh, but the pubcast itself so PhD entrepreneurs, those in there, hopefully they already know this and they're not being startled. Because in the last couple months, uh, we made it so it's a closed community, but now it's no longer a paid community. It's it's free community, and uh, we'll begin opening it up in 2019. But that said, it's going to be primarily just community, and we're not going to be doing the John and Johns and stuff in there. And we'll see where that goes. It's a matter of kind of refocusing my time, but that also impacts the podcast and. Uh, my plan there is just to record something probably solo once a month or so. But we'll see where that goes to. So, hey, kind of uh, wrapping up the year here, man. How you doing, Jared? I'm doing amazing today. Amazing. Yeah. So how are you feeling as we head into the end of the year? I feel really good because I like, and this is what I want to talk about today, is kind of the three statements that you work so that you have an amazing next year. So I'm looking really forward to it because um, even some of the conversations that you and I had on Friday and this morning that kind of paint the picture for what's to come next year. All right. So, so like what are we going to do then? Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to share some of the conversation that you and I have had over the past couple of days and then finish out the conversation in a little bit and in a little way and how we start this off for those that are wondering like how do you plan an amazing year like how, how do you where do you even start and where we've started almost every year at the end of the year is kind of looking ahead and saying if it was 12 months from right in this moment as we look back over the past 12 months, again, lean forward in the future and look back over those 12 months 
at what happened. What excited you? What energized you? What would you have the wildest smile or widest smile on your face? And we just reflect on it. It's like, all right, what, what had to happen? Now, over the past couple of years, we've used a technique called DOS, a DOS conversation, which is dangers, opportunities, and strengths. And this is a method that I've learned from Dan Sullivan, so I give him all the props for, for teaching this. And what we start with is just like, hey, what we successfully navigated, which is your dangers, your risks. Think of the Titanic and think that wasn't the first time a captain had navigated icebergs, or maybe it was, and that's why, <laughs> maybe that's why it sank. But it's this idea of, of looking, reflecting back on the year and what you successfully navigated to where you know what you're capable of, a little bit of gratitude and say, man, I'm glad we successfully navigated that. And we might have to do it again next year. So that's kind of the first uh, of how you think about your upcoming years. You think about you know, what you're ready to successfully navigate. Now I'll share some of ours so you don't really have to, because I know you don't, you, you don't have the notes in front of you. Probably you do, maybe you don't. But some of the things that, that we've successfully navigated, not only last, last year, but past couple years, are mishaps and mistakes. Like I know that we've had some software issues, like webinars. Now, as a matter of fact, I think, has it been a while since you've had a webinar snafu? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only snafus, is that, is that plural or snafu? Snafus? That might be. You just made it plural. Uh, really, in the past year, that that that's kind of uh, software based. It would be more because like internet was screwed up, mm-hmm. and I think we got that taken care of too. So I feel like we're mitigating all these things now to prevent or to minimize the potential for snafus in the future. Yeah, I could say that, but I mean, I just thought of one that we didn't put on the list, which is we successfully navigated you spilling water on your laptop. And I would have thought, yeah, I would have thought one time, one time that would never happen again. As Fuji say, two times. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, so now upcoming in the next year could be. I think you know how to handle when you spill water on your laptop. I think the Apple Store knows you well. Well, I, I actually prevent it now. Mm, okay. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, so, but again, for those that are trying to look at the year that you want to have and build your confidence up in how you overcame challenges and how you got around and, and through some obstacles. Some other ones that that we know that we have to pay attention to next year are boredom and burnout. And boredom and burnout are like, they're, they're issues for, for entrepreneurs and probably issues in general for the everyday nine to fiver is, you know, how do I stay on top of my boredom and stay on top of my, my burnout? So John, is that this upcoming year, something on your mind? Yeah, I mean, look, it's the perfect storm for me um, to to run into those issues because, I mean, I, I run off the list here. I mean, first of all, it's a mature business, so I've actually 
designed it in a way that I can pull back a little bit and not be so heavily involved where it's like 24-7. But that can also lead to less, I'm doing less, so I feel less productive. Um, But also, like, I have the busiest, craziest time as a dad and as a uh, baseball coach during the months of March through June, July. So during those times, my priority isn't the business, no matter what I do, uh, especially these days. Uh, it's that all that's on my mind really is baseball during that time, and that can create a lot of problems in terms of uh, the boredom and burnout side of things. Um, and then it's a matter of look, this is going to be my eighth year in this business, so boredom and burnout it's like you're we're getting to the point where i'm doing the same types of things repetitively and um how am i going to keep it interesting and exciting and um so yeah lots going on yeah so i'm going to add a couple other ones that i we didn't add to our list before in the spirit of the letter d distraction disorder distress and disruptions so those are four things four ideas that in if you were looking at your upcoming year think about what distracted you this year think about where the disorder was think about where the disruptions are and most importantly think about where the distress is and distress is meaning stress because boredom And burnout, I think burnout is more a source of lack of stress management than anything. Because that burnout happens because you're just stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, the stress, and it wouldn't really be, the stress side, it wouldn't be focused on the business unless something unexpected happens. Um, For the most part, it's just because a million and one things happening at once one of them in yeah. the business. And for those that listen, I will just give you guys a couple other tips just or some ideas just to jog your mind on some ob- ob- objections or some challenges that you should plan for. Um, of course, low customer demand. Low customer demand is a danger uh, sometimes. Low conversion rates on some of your campaigns. A a drop in the perceived value of what you do. Because sometimes I think as we plan every year, you're trying to think of how can I be more valuable? And if you're not on top of it and you're asleep to the value that you think you're giving and your customers, they get burned out or they get bored <laughs> with, with yeah. what you're delivering. You, mm-hmm. there, There's a danger to that. Um, there's a danger that's difficult to attract new customers. That if you're not on top of your lead magnets and your sales funnels and, and all the th- writing your free content, before you know it, it might become a little bit more difficult to attract new customers. And uh, I'll say stale list. And I'm I'm really literally reading off the list that John and I put together over the last week. And sometimes your list can get stale if you're not you know bringing on people who've never known you were alive and then they do and now they're engaging with your content but you need to you know add people to your list 
add new people who've never experienced you and get excited about it. So those are those are some dangers that can happen. I, I, I like as I reflect on some of the backstage dangers and front stage, because I, I just thought about the, some of the backstage dangers, like back in the days when we had a mispayment issue and we had a couple of payment platforms, we got Stripe, we got PayPal, we got all these different ways to pay us. And I think, what was it, a couple years ago when we noticed like, man, we haven't been charging. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's been maybe four years, three, four yeah. years. But yeah, there were, so for people who were uh, like PHC members, recurring monthly recurring payments, uh, we're realizing that there was some sort of bug and that uh, people were canceling or there was a glitch where they would stop paying and but nothing about their membership would change. So they would continue to get access for five, six, seven months or whatever. And, t- and then we finally figured it out and the amount of money that was lost was rather significant. So, yeah. uh, but you know, it was a lesson learned. And I mean, it's one of those things like, unless you prepare for every scenario, which I don't know how you can, you drive yourself crazy, um, you have to have those kinds of experiences um, and hopefully you catch it sooner. So you you then put in the controls to prevent it from happening again. Yeah, I, I like that. There, When you said lesson learned, I thought about as this is the end of the year and you're reflecting back on this year, anything show up for you, a little bit of gratitude? And I know that you, you publish something at the end of the year almost every year about being grateful for things. Any lessons learned this year in the spirit of successfully navigating some of the risks and some of the dangers and some of the setbacks. Anything show up this year that you're particularly proud of? Our, our, our team. I mean, uh, I feel like um, we couldn't be in a better place right now in terms of who's working for the team and that um, they're the right people at the right time, mm-hmm. with the right responsibilities, doing what they're best at. And um, I think that seriously helps prevent a lot of problems, too. Yeah. I'll say one that shows up for me. We successfully navigated, and I'm going to take the we out and say you. You successfully navigated your creative dips. And this year, I want everyone who's listening to understand that there's going to be creative dips in the year and you just can't be on there's no sport there's no games that you can play that you can be on all the time and some of those there's going to be a rut there's going to be a dip in performance and i would say you successfully navigated some of those dips this year I don't know. I can't really say if they were longer or shorter or frequent or less frequent. I, I don't really know, but I know that there was a couple moments this year and you dusted yourself off and, and got back into that creation mode. So and it did take some time. Saying. Like one thing I you know, tried to even warn the team about, I was like, okay, uh, baseball season's almost over and I'm going to hit the ground running. But 
it's going to take some time because my brain's got to shift out of that baseball mode and into Facebook ads writing business mode. And I don't know, it might have taken a month and a half or so Mm -hmm. to truly shift back into that gear and then like have a, have a point where I all of a sudden feel energized again. Not that I'm not to get to the point where you're just doing work, but feeling energized by the work that I was doing. Um, and cause that being my primary focus. So it took some time. I mean, that's something I still navigate, but I think it's also something that I accept and I acknowledge and I know it's going to be something I have to navigate and deal with and, um, and not be like, not let it get me down that it happens. I mean, it's when, if you do anything for several years, um, it can be difficult. I, I mean, like when I started the website and I really hit, hit, um, my stride early in that first year, I was writing constantly. I was writing every single day. And even compared to the baseball website that I did, I wrote like 30 blog posts in about that first month or two. And eventually you just like, it's not so much burnout. It's like, you feel like you've said it all. <laughs> and like writing about it again is like, okay, you know, it's not as new and as fresh and as exciting as it was the first time. So, um, I mean, that's just something you deal with when you've been doing the same thing for several years. Yeah. The, the, the words rocket fuel showed up to me as I was listening to you because there's a difference between just regular fuel and it's like, all right, just to keep it going. And there's this moment of rocket fuel, like this boost. It did take about a month, a month and a half for you to get the boost, even though we'd been talking about it three weeks prior to the season ending. It probably even a month of the season ending saying, okay, last stretch. You know, once we get this, you didn't want to say yes to any new projects. You're just waiting till we got to the end of the season. Then I was sitting there thinking, okay, day one, let's go launch that, launch that, test that out, six month off or blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And it still still takes some time. So I guess one tip for those that are wondering about, you know, how do you get that running start again? I would say that you have patience you know, display some patience and honor the process. I think we all want to get back into that flow, into that batter's streak, you know, that hitting streak. And it takes time. You just can't get up there and start swinging and be like, okay, I'm going to hit home runs again. It, it takes a bit of time. So as you're looking at how you're going to successfully navigate boredom and burnout and creative dips and things like that, I would say have patience for sure. Agreed. All right, cool. So the second thing, so again, as we're talking about how to paint a really vivid picture for your next year, first thing is know the dangers and what you're successfully are planning to navigate. Second thing is know the opportunities that excite you that you are really thrilled about trying about doing what we use is the the words we mastered so john and i just went through that this morning and here are some of the things that we look forward to in 2019 we mastered launching a new website <laughs> and this has been something <laughs> that has been in the works for about two years. 
It has been. Yeah. Now, blame falls largely on me, I would say, as far as why that hasn't been done. But, uh, yeah, I think <clears throat> we are approaching the launch. And I don't want to, like, build this up <laughs> to be something <laughs> amazing. I can't wait to see John's new web. No, this is not getting after, crazy. It's just after getting, two years. <laughs> it's finally going to be a little different. Of course, some people might come to the site and not notice anything different. But um, it's I'm looking forward to it. It's been long past due. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's other things that we mastered or we we got excited about. Uh, I know we just launched a six month mm-hmm. membership option. So I, we'll and, get to see. and honestly, like this is the kind of what I'm talking about in terms of, um, you know, been getting energized and like you can't force it because honestly, I don't even remember what was the inspiration behind that. Do I know what it was. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about business development. Remember when we were talking about what does 2019 business development look like and what does offering our current customer base something that is uh, attractive that isn't the annual? And we started talking about promotions and all of a sudden you came up with the idea of six months. Because we were just talking about offering, you know, reaching out to our customers a month before the annual subscription Mm. because annual subscriptions we're coming up due in January. So we have like, I don't know, 70, 60 or 70 annual memberships coming up. So we were thinking, how do we, um, you know, talk to talk to our customer base and remind them. And so they're not surprised that they get the annual charge on on their your card when we do a good job of letting people know. But sometimes some people just still miss the emails. So then that's when you came up with the idea of like, well, maybe we, how about we just try the six month because I think you even noticed that there aren't, there aren't as many one year subscriptions as there used to be. So why not offer well, six months? I mean, you think about why too. So we last year in January, we increased the price mm-hmm. for everything. So month to month moved from $97 or 147. So annual moved from, I was like 873 to I think 1176. So that's a big barrier to cross once you start saying it's going to cost me more than $1,000. Even though you're getting, I think, four four months for free that way, Mm -hmm. which is better deal than before. Uh, But it's just, it's a mental barrier saying 11 something. Um, So even though you have people who stick around for years, um, they like, maybe not, maybe they can't, aren't able to pay it all up front and that's why they do it month to month but maybe be easier to do it in six month chunks so yeah it's it's so far so good Um, but it's something we haven't really thought about before and yeah so it used to be we'd have more of an even split between annual and month to month and that's definitely not the case anymore which is 50 50 at some time and i mean there also used to be a time where we would okay annuals coming down so we'd start promoting and like offer deals of which we don't do anymore so, um, so we'll see. We'll see how how this changes things up. I think it'll help. Yeah. So, in the spirit of of what's exciting and what's you know what you look forward to as opportunities to pursue, it could be launching a new website. It could be rewarding, you know, long term customers. That's another it one. Could, yeah. Did you want to talk about that yeah. one too? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that. And I'm reminded of this every week when I do a, a new PHC Elite weekly webinar. 
and I number them. So this next one happening this week is going to be number 236. So if you start doing the math, that's more than four and a half years of weekly webinars. Um, so PHC has been around for more than four and a half years. So just, you know, it occurred to me. And some of those people have been here from the beginning, which is crazy. Um, but it just occurs to me that, you know, we should look to reward people for being loyal, stay, staying on, um, because their value goes well beyond just the value of monetary business value, right? Because they're contributing to the community. They're, you have some consistency with people who contribute to the community, and it's great. Um, so we're going to, I think it was 20% off um, every year um, that, that they re, they renew. Um, I can't recall if we're going just with the annual group or if we're going to do, I think we're going to do it the month to month as well, every, every year. I can't, I don't remember, but Regardless, I think this is something that makes me feel good that we're going to do. Um, it may result in less revenue. I think it also could be a wash um, in that you know people be motivated to stay on and get that that discount, or they feel feel greater sense of being appreciated and stay on too. Yeah, the, the, here's a, a shift that I think is not a natural thought for people. As we have had offered less and less discounts over the years, if people are like, oh, I thought you said you weren't going to discount. It's like, wait a second. We're using discounts for those that we know are a fit for, for our business, the kind of people who enjoy the content, the kind of people who are givers, the kind of people who stick. It's like, why not offer the discounts to them Right. versus the new members who probably might drop in the first 60 days. And, and it is different how we label this. It's not truly really a discount, it's a reward. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you've been paying the same thing for a year, two years, three years, four years, that's a lot of money. <laughs> and um, I appreciate that, And but it's not just the money side. Again, I appreciate just the fact that you, you can stick, stick around and contribute the way you do. So it's a, it's a way, it's basically a way of giving back, saying thank you um, for, for what you've done, as opposed to like having some super secret quote unquote discount that really anyone can get. That's the, I like, I gotta tell you, it, it's really annoyed me this holiday season. Like I will buy something and the next day from that same place I'll get an email saying get 20% off. Like, well, what the, it would have been nice to know that before, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's the same kind of thing. It's 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 not a matter of saying like there's some. If you're in the know, you, you you'll be able to get this discount. It's a matter of you got to put in some some skin, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. a year, two years, and then then you'll get um, rewarded for it. Is really the way I look at it. Yeah, I like that. So um, to finish out the energizing opportunities for one to pursue, there's uh, new campaigns. You know, we were talking about a quiz lead magnet. So that's something to look forward to next year as well. So as you guys are thinking about, you know, what would really, you know, cause you to smile and, and energize you, 
it's it's opportunities that you decide to pursue and what you say no to as well because you can put a whole list of these opportunities to pursue and lose track of the business so that's oh, yeah. something as as you have to look forward to to saying no all right last one das dangers opportunities and the last one is strengths we became stronger in blank and that's the the statement as you look at, at your next year and want to know where you become stronger i'll just get i'll kind of tease the brain by saying one that showed up for me and we haven't gone through this john yet we're going to go through this tomorrow in more detail but we'll start a little bit today is we became stronger in converting let's say basic members to elite membership if you have two different membership groups uh, it could be conversion rates it could be a lot of different things on on what you need to become stronger in anything show up for you right off the top of your head like i even think about a post i just saw with you on your running i think you went to 700 miles next year for running Yes, there it is. So this is 2018 complete. This is 2019. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's some work right there. So, so, but when I see that, you're going to have to become stronger in something to do 700 yeah. miles. What do you think you're going to need to become stronger in? Oh, I mean, I, I just have to be more consistent because honestly, 700 is not a problem. It's taking two weeks off three weeks off a month off and then having to catch up you know so you need to so, have more willpower on not taking such long breaks yeah, maybe i don't know if it's willpower just better structure and routine i mean okay. because basically i think part of me knew this doing 600 i could take some weeks off and i can catch back up it's it was almost part of the competitiveness in me that like let's see how long I can push it mm-hmm. and then see how many I can end up doing in a month to catch up but the more I end up having to do for the year the harder that's going to be so I don't I'm not going to be able to take a month off from running this year and be able to, to still reach my goal or at least not easily it's going to be not fun now reversing back to the dangers on this running one what are the risks that you see by going from 500 to 700? What is it? What's the uh, 600 to 700? 600 to 700. Okay. So what what are the risks that you see of of moving from 6 to 700? Uh burnout. Okay. Because it's like I I could hit that limit eventually where it's like I can't do this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. I don't really like running in the first place. Why why am I doing this? Uh, or if I fall too far behind because I take a few weeks off or a month off and I'm, then I completely lose my motivation because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, or injury. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was waiting for, injury. Because, I mean, you're getting old, so. Well, I started thinking <laughs> about that uh, on my walk today, my old man walk today. Is that, so every year I increase how many miles I do. I can't do that forever. Right, there's gonna come a point where it's like you're too old for this. What are you doing? And I, I have to start going fewer miles every year. There's gonna be that that plateau where it's like, okay, that's enough now. 
Or else now, yeah. we, now we move to your extra cycle or whatever you call it. Yeah. Right, right. Yes, I can see that. So in, in the business, anything else come to, up to mind for you? It's like, oh, I want to be a little bit stronger here. I mean, I think it's really, honestly the same category. Just more consistency. Um, mm-hmm. Because I want to, I think that structure is really important. It's hard. I mean, I, I don't want to make it as an excuse, but it is hard during those baseball months. But I, and I, I want to create a structure that I can actually live up to, no matter what, how busy my life is elsewhere. So the uh, like, so I'm committing to once per month for the podcast. I'm committing to, you know, I'm moving away from doing the, the uh, free webinars and doing a, a video series. So let's get that created. I'm going to get these these quizzes created. So that'll help lift um, the burden off of me. But it's also going to mean, let's hey, let's get back to actually writing a blog post every week mm-hmm. um, and commit to that. And I think it would be easier to do that once I start taking these some of these other things off of my plate. And, you know, PHC entrepreneurs being one of them. Um, so I guess uh, we'll see. But I, I, I need that structure back um, is, I think, the, the main thing. And because life is not just about business, it's also about play. What do you want to become stronger in on the play side this upcoming year? Having fun. Or do you plan your fun out? I really don't. Yeah. I do not plan out the fun really at all. Um, but I definitely want to do, I want, Michael is going to college next mm-hmm. summer. Don't start so, crying. Yeah. So <laughs> I need to figure out something with him. Uh, I mean, he's going to help coach the spiders. After, what? Yeah, after his uh, high school season is done. And um, and so that'll be fun. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, I like this idea, and we haven't talked about it. We will outside of this venue. But I think it's something really special to know that some time with Michael before he goes to college has to be put there. Maybe it's just a you and Michael tradition of a trip somewhere you know, before, before he leaves next summer, maybe that's something you do with all the boys before yeah. they go to college is just do uh, just a one-on-one trip with them or maybe with all the boys, who knows, but this is part of why it's so important when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to figure out what fits your life is this is what the most important stuff is first. And then yes, the business is important too, but designing a business to fit your life I mean, this is, I still smile at this. Like five, six years ago, this idea of you get to coach for the whole summer. I remember when you weren't and it was like, hey, can let's figure out how to get the entire summer as off as possible. Not 100%, but a lot. And to keep working each year toward that is pretty sweet. And then now you have that time to spend you know, with, with Michael before he goes to college, uh, I think that's pretty sweet. So that that's a great – that to me, that's one of the best opportunities for next year is that, you know, you got to spend more time with the family. 
as as you look at how you paint your picture for next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's funny because it's completely. Uh, you know, the picture of my life is completely different. I, Michael, when this all started, when I was laid off, was I think JJ's age now. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. So, double this up, and now we're dealing with JJ going to college and. The other two off living adulthood. Yeah, and then you'll be doing 50 miles a year of running? (laughs) No, we're still climbing at that point. It's going to be like a 1,500 or something. (laughs) All right, well, that's all I got yet again for those that are looking at your upcoming year. Think through what you want to successfully navigate. Think through what you want to master or get better at. And then what you want to be stronger at. That's all I got. Good call. So before we roll, uh, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, JR. Yes, uh, thank you. For everything. Uh, thanks to PHC Entrepreneurs for listening and for being part of the, our grand experiment there. Uh, so that's Troy, Tamar, and, and Karina who are listening right now. And thanks to PHC, uh, excuse me, thanks to those just who listen to the podcast. Uh, those have been part of the team. Those contributing in, in any way, uh, appreciate you. So, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, whatever we got. <laughs> I can't think of any other holidays. There are others. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> so, enjoy. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably take a slightly different approach when you hear from me again in January. So, until next time. Do awesome things. We're out.